Welcome to the SA for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we're going to talk about navigating the constraints of economic reality to arrive at a secure retirement. Morgan Housel, in his latest blog post for Collaborative Fund, bravely attempts to enumerate what he calls the laws of investing, as in the scientific laws upon which lesser theories, hypotheses, and observations sit. When I saw that his compilation totaled 17 laws, I realized this was something other than genuine science. Few are the fields that can stand up to science's demand for falsifiability, which requires a researcher to provide an experiment that, if it fails, demonstrates conclusively that his theories are wrong but it's entertaining reading nonetheless. I was curious to see if any of these laws pertain to retirement investing. It would be great to have some laws to guide us in that challenging realm, and indeed, law number three reads as follows. Career realities create a mismatch between cash flows and time horizon, antagonizing the power of compounding. Housel illustrates this idea with the idea of a financial advisor telling a 23-year-old how lucky he is to have 45 years before retirement thus enabling him to compound his wealth 20-fold, to which the 23-year-old replies, That's neat. I make $16 an hour and have $58,000 in student loans. Housel's 23-year-old only develops the capacity to invest in his 40s or 50s, after his compounding power has diminished by about 90%. Well, science this is not. At best, we can call it social science, but at the risk of offending the natural sciences. My point is not to pick on this article or author. It's actually well-written and thought-provoking. Rather, my point is to help advisors think about Housel's accurate description of contemporary American social reality in a manner that is constructive for their clients. In order of importance, wealth compounding is indeed one of the wonders of the world. But advisors needn't scare young investors with the implication that our young investor must aspire to some 20-fold compounding. What most people need is some kind of reasonable amount of growth that is appropriate to their unique household budget. The social reality he describes is a challenging one, but I don't know of any time period when people sat back for 45 years while their wealth just skyrocketed. Second, compounding which involves three variables, an amount of money, a rate of return, and a period of time, can work in reverse, too. That is an extremely salient fact in today's social reality, which means that the fellow making $16 an hour with a $58,000 debt has already made a huge mistake. Financial advisors should do everything they can to dissuade clients from allowing their children to enter a negative compounding situation. It could be that a debt of $58,000 is acceptable for someone who can reasonably expect first-year income of around that amount. But please, let's not obtain our degrees in puppetry at expensive educational institutions. Third, Housel writes that career realities are at the root of young people's retirement problem. There's something to that, of course. But a bigger problem is that many people, of whatever age, do not react adroitly to those realities. Here's how I see the broader economic reality. There are good times economically and bad times economically. Such has it ever been. It is therefore imperative to take full advantage of those good times, to be cognizant of those bad times, and prepare for them while the getting is still good. The U.S. economy remains relatively strong. The demand for labor is quite high. That means that workers, at whatever level of employment, can work hard and rise higher, if not in their current place of employment, then at another. 
Sure, the economy is structurally different today. We have more of a gig economy, but that is not necessarily bad. It can be quite good depending on your circumstances. For someone on the cusp of a retirement, but unsure if he saved enough, a gig economy provides a great way to ease into retirement while working part-time. A young person performing gigs has also got options. I'll never forget my first overseas trip after I graduated college. I was sitting on a boat in the jewel-like waters of Interlaken, Switzerland, and sitting across from me was the young man who cleaned our house. He started his own cleaning service and apparently did quite well. My reading of economics is that simple. A period of growth permits you to rise higher. The difficulties inherent in a period of contraction can be minimized by a little forethought and saving while the getting was good. Fourth and finally, our 23-year-old can succeed at retirement through what I think may be the only real law of retirement investing, if such there is. Spend less than you earn and invest the rest. If you can do that, you will have conditioned yourself to a standard of living you can afford and will merit the miracle of compound returns that people talk about far more than they implement. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts to help others discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform.